Curtin Cade mornings, not just on the radio. It's a podcast, too. We love it when somebody in our own backyard, so to speak, uh, lets us know that the Lord has opened a door for ministry. Case in point, Sherry House and T. Yes, she wrote a book, Tea with Jesus and Me, Stories of God's Faithfulness. And it's just a beautiful book, first of all, but has just filled with uh, life experiences. Yeah, it's faith-building stories, and this is going to encourage you. Whatever God's placed in your hand, use it for His glory and for your own joy. Can God really use a tea party? Can God really use a cup of tea? Listen to this conversation. Well, Sherry, thanks for being with us today. We're excited about your new book. I've got a copy of it right here that it's you sent to beautiful. us. Wait, we have to set the mood. Tea <laughs> with Jesus <laughs> and me. Stories oh, of God's <laughs> faithfulness. Uh, I would say that this is not exactly my cup of tea, but I would be lying because I like this book a lot. It's beautiful. That's great to hear. Okay, so uh, let's uh, talk about this whole tea with Jesus and me thing. Let's. Uh, how did this begin? This is beautiful. You know, um, probably ten years ago, I took a great interest in looking around at the things God had given me, and teacups were just one of them. And I began to see it as not something to collect dust, but something that could be an instrument in my hand uh, to minister and encourage others. So. My first large tea was called my blessing tea, and I invited every woman that had had an impact on my life, including my granddaughters, Sunday school teachers from many years ago, and uh, just spoke to each one of them over our tea time, imparted my love into their life and how God had used them to impact me, and it's just grown from there. I have discovered that the teacup is just an instrument. God puts different instruments in all of our hands that can be used for His glory. And uh, tea time, it's its really, it's not about entertainment. In, in my heart, in my mind, it's about sharing your testimony. And our testimony isn't just the day we were saved. You know, when our pastor asks us to stand up in church and give our testimony, Yes, that does mean how we came to Christ and who He used in our life to bring us to Him. Maybe what scripture we read that brought us to Him, but our testimony is really every day of our life. It's our story. I believe um, our testimony can be shared every time we have a cup of tea or gather people. It's biblical hospitality. Yes, it's very intentional. You talk about it in the book, like the drive through tea. Drive through tea. Yes. I missed that part of the book. <laughs> Tell us more. Come on, Kurt. You missed that chapter. <laughs> I did. Well, during during the years of our our lockdown, our COVID lockdown, I wanted to continue to minister, but I had to be creative. Um, so I actually set up a beautiful afternoon tea with the lace and the china and three tier server, all the food out in the grass of my front yard, not too far from the mailbox from the street. And invited a young woman um, with her daughters and her mother, three generations, to drive by, get out of their car, um, walk up in the yard, and enjoy a beautiful alfresco tea time. I watched from out my kitchen window, and uh, it was the first time I actually didn't attend one of my teas, but 
it was a huge blessing to them and just showed me all the different ways I could be creative. And it's not just about me. I, I want to encourage everyone to look at what God puts in their hand, whether it's a teacup or it's something else God has given you. There are so many creative ways to share His faithfulness in our lives and to be sure to tell the story of each day, whether it's I had to make a U-turn, I was stuck in the traffic for an hour, you know, God used that to teach me something or to talk to me. And a lot of people say they can't hear the voice of the Lord, but my goodness, every single day He talks to us. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, if we just but listen and watch. This yeah. is great. And the, the big idea of what has God placed in your hand, that's something yes. we can mm-hmm. grab onto, right? Sometimes we overcomplicate uh, the will of God in our lives. And it's like, okay, well, what opportunity do I have today? What interests and passions has God placed in my heart? And, you know, as we follow that, these, it's like breadcrumbs along the way. God is guiding us, isn't he? He really is. Um, and, you know, Jesus did the same. He gathered people and he fed bread and fish. Um, I just used tea and cakes. Um, he told parables to illustrate the biblical truths of the kingdom of God. Um, I use a, a teacup and a true story, um, stories of testimony, stories of uh, events, some of them frightening, some of them dangerous, some of them sweet um, in my story to show how God reveals His faithfulness to us every day. And I, I kind of want to encourage everyone to do the same. I think we don't tend to share what God's done in our life on a minute-by-minute, day-by-day basis. And if we did that, whether it's the way I do through tea or just around your dinner table as a family at night, uh, you know, telling your children, I was stuck for an hour in the traffic and I was beginning to get angry, but the Lord reminded me of the fruits of the Spirit and telling what God showed you, what He reminded you, what you experienced. Like the night that my husband and my son uh, went fishing in a small boat with a hurricane approaching our coast. Um, they should have been back quickly. They they were just going to go uh, right before the tide came in, but they didn't. They got stuck in a low tide, and uh. and I was fearful all night. Uh, thought I was a woman of faith, but I began to fear, and called my pastor, and they took me down to the boat dock. Um, the coast guard met me there and told me they couldn't allow me to come on the boat to show them where they were for fear of what they might find. So that fueled my well, fear even more. Yeah. And I had to learn that fear and faith couldn't live in my heart at the same time. Only one of them was going to reign and rule, and I had to learn to let my faith overcome my fear. And so by sharing that story, I'm sharing how God worked in my life, encouraging other people to be strong in their faith. And this is what this is what my ministry is about. It's not really just about tea. It's about encouraging others to use whatever God has given them as an instrument to share their story and share faith in God to the next generation. Thank you for taking some time to listen to this episode of the Curtain Cape Mornings podcast. We always welcome a review with your thoughts and comments, and please feel free to subscribe and follow us as well. God is uh, using her availability and her interest in tea. Yeah. 
to expand the gospel and encourage people and share stories of his faithfulness. So what's in your hand today? What can you do for the Lord with what he's given you today? Mm -hmm. It may just be a cup of tea. What is your cup of tea is one way to put it. Yeah. What is your cup of tea? What are you going to do? Yeah. What do you do? You know, I love how every story has um, a story. Every story has a uh, not a moral necessarily, but uh, a, a something that it's, God shows you about you, like the uh, the crack in the mortar in the fireplace. That's it exactly. That was incredible how He showed His faithfulness even through that. Okay, so what's the story? Well, I was sitting on my sofa early, early in the morning in front of a very small fire. My husband was asleep in the other room. And we have a large pecky cypress wall on either side of the stone fireplace. And when I glanced up from my Bible doing my devotions, there was smoke coming out of the knot hole in the pecky cypress wall rather than the fireplace. It was just a tiny little puff, but I went in and woke my husband up to look at it and uh, told him, look, our our wall is smoking like a peace pipe over here. Um, it was something simple. It was just a small crack. But as I meditated on that, I think every event that happens in our life, God can speak to us. As I meditated that on that, I realized, how could we have missed a crack in the mortar inside the firebox? It was because we didn't inspect on a regular basis. And then I saw in the scriptures that God tells us to inspect ourselves, um, to lay our mind and our heart behind for Him on a regular basis. The Holy Spirit does the inspection and shows us what we might need to submit to Him, what we might need to repent of. Um, so it's that daily coming before the Lord inspection that He showed me through the fact that we had not inspected the fireplace regularly. This is wonderful. What we are learning here this morning in this conversation We're celebrating God's faithfulness, His goodness, Mm -hmm. His love, but also we need to have eyes to see His activity in our lives. So many of us are like, well, I don't see God doing anything, really. We're missing it. He's there constantly in a million different ways. Lord, give us, Lord, give us eyes to see. Can can I ask you something about tea in general because I'm clueless? (laughs) Sure. What is high tea? Well, there really isn't such a thing as high tea. It's a term that's been um, kind of claimed mostly by Americans. Um, in Brit, in the Brits, they, they don't say that. Tea, the, as we know it, with the linens and the lace and the china, the three-tier servers, the petty fours, that's really called afternoon tea. High tea, in reality, was something that was done in the homes of the servants after they worked all day serving beautiful afternoon teas to their masters. They would go home and on high tables, like we would call them high pub tables, they would serve their meat and their breads and their large heavy meals with the leftover tea that they brought home from their servants. And so a high tea was actually that. It was not the delicate, beautiful tea that we coined the term high tea. Most people say that because they think it sounds elegant. Yeah. But the the elegant tea is actually properly called an afternoon tea. See? Yes. I had no mm. clue about that. 
There's nothing like having tea with a racehorse. Tell us that story. (laughs) That was a lot of fun. I love um, carrying my tea time, Sherry's traveling tea, uh, to different places, even in homes to people that can't get out. But this was just kind of for fun. Uh, My daughter-in-law and I took uh, our tea things, and we just did a very simple, casual, spread a, a quilt blanket out on the horse field, 100-acre horse farm, racehorse farm in Ocala. Uh, the dandelions were all around us. We could see the horses being put through their paces. And uh, we just decided to stand up and lean over one of the railings with a cup of tea. Of course, I had an apple. <laughs> and uh, we sat the teacup on the, the railing and uh, the apple next to it. And this beautiful racehorse trotted from all the way across the field uh, right up to us. Um, stuck his nose right at the teacup. We took a beautiful picture of this racehorse having tea with us. And that's what I do in the book. Um, Each chapter starts with a tea time in a different location, some of them elegant, some of them unusual. Um, Tea on a boat, tea in the fort in St. Augustine, tea on a field, uh, on the bow of a boat. And then after tea time, I tell a true story, uh, which I encourage my readers and my listeners to do. It's Just tell your testimony of how God worked in your life, what He did for you. So in the book, I tell a true story and follow that with a related devotion, um, a a Bible devotion, scriptures, Bible story that relates to the point of the tea time. And I do that when I have uh, host afternoon tea in my home or in churches. This book is filled with these wonderful faith-building stories, true stories, and uh, we're just scratching the surface here. Uh, Let's Mm -hmm. see. Let's get another one. Uh, Let's grab on to Sudden Protection. Oh, yeah. Years ago, when my children were young, um, I worked full-time at the hospital, and I was a woman of, uh, did the same thing the same way every day. I would uh, go straight to the daycare center and pick my children up. I loved them so much I didn't want even a minute without them and would bring them home. And uh, they were three and oh, maybe three and five at the time. And we had a very small swing set just outside the sliding glass door. And I would let them swing for just a minute while I took my uniform off and joined them to play. It wasn't but a split second. Um, but this particular day, I... I felt like I wanted to come home first and take a minute to myself. And I didn't pick up my children. I stood at the sliding glass door, and there was a very large diamondback rattler at that door. Mm. Wow. Had I done my usual routine and let my children out there, um, the story could have been very different. But he showed me to hear his voice because that day he spoke to me to take a few minutes with him. That's actually another story. Uh, Sudden protection was the night that my son was in a dorm fire. In the middle of the night, about 3 a.m., this uh, old 100-year-old wooden dormitory in Cleveland, Tennessee, literally burnt to the ground in about four minutes. Mm. Um, But all of the boys escaped. Um, No one was killed. There were a few injuries. When we arrived as parents, we drove up there as quickly as we could. The professor gathered all the parents and told them that, in all reality, he said we should see 40 body bags lined up on the sidewalk. And the stories from the boys began coming that 
A man in a red hat woke me up and told me to get out. And all up and down the hallway, first floor, second floor, every student told the same story that someone in a red hat woke them up and told them to get out. The boys know, these college boys that are now in their 40s, my son is, is in his late 40s, they all know that God sent an angel to wake them up and spare them. That was sudden protection, and I tell that true story and relate it to the fourth man in the fire, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, mm. and how God is there with us. And when there is the possibility of sudden danger, God provides for us sudden protection. And so that, that story that of what happened to my son relates to the Bible devotion of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and the fourth man in the fire um, with them. I just believe every event in our life, if we look, there's a story in the Scripture that shows us God's faithfulness in our life. The Lord had placed on my heart a couple of verses out of Proverbs chapter 3. And as you're un- basically uh, unpacking that story for us, I'm thinking that this is these verses are applicable to, to what you're sharing. Proverbs 3, verses 25 and 26. Do not be afraid of sudden fear, nor yes. of the onslaught of the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence... He will keep your foot from being caught, will be your confidence. In the Hebrew, you know what that means? The Lord is by your side. Isn't that great? It is, and I think everybody, if they sit and take a minute to think about their life, there's not a person uh, that knows the Lord that can't find a moment where they know that God rescued them and God provided for them that way. And those stories, Psalm 78 says, we should tell those stories that Psalm 78 says not we will not hide them from their children. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, His power, and the wonders of what He has done. And that's what I am encouraging everyone to do, to use your moments that God has worked in your life, share your story, which is sharing your testimony, and proclaim God's faithfulness. Sherry, Amen. thank you so much. For being with us. It's like we just had tea together. <laughs> it's wonderful. A good conversation. Sherry is, uh, she's a listener from Naples. She's a part of our community, and she's got this new book out, Tea with Jesus and Me, Stories of God's Faithfulness. It is a beautiful book. It would be perfect if you have your own uh, afternoon tea to, uh, I don't know, put a copy by every place setting, so it seems to me. And just right, it's a coffee table kind of book too, but it's not too big to where it weighs 500 pounds. It's just perfectly done. And okay, I'm a guy, and I know it looks kind of feminine and tea and everything, but I love this because I love these stories of what God is is up to. So, Sherry, thank you for being with us. Thank you for being a part of our community. Many blessings to you as you serve the Lord. It was a privilege. Thank you. You bet, Sherry. Thanks for listening to Curt and Kate Morning's podcast. Please take a minute to follow, subscribe, and review us. And no matter where in the world you are, you can listen to us live from 6 to 9 a.m. weekdays on the Moody Radio app.